In my experience, one of the most important things for mid-market businesses to understand is their financial management. As the business grows and matures, it becomes more complicated and so do your finances. You need to think about cash flow. Where do you raise money? Is it debt or is it investment capital? And how do you do that? What sort of things need to be prepared and managed to make sure you don't bugger it all up? Hi, I'm Craig West, and in this episode of Mid-Market Matters, we're joined today by Mark Pinhorn, Director of HYD Advisory, who's going to talk to us about financial management for larger businesses. Hi, Mark. Thanks for joining us, firstly. Thanks, Craig, for the opportunity to be here. Starting with uh, the financial management issues, as we get bigger, we're talking to mid-market business owners, we're not dealing with small business anymore. We've got different problems and we need different solutions. So maybe we start with, why is this important? What's what's the big issue here? Why are we so worried about financial management as we grow? Well, everything gets more complicated, doesn't it? So there's more zeros, there's more moving parts, and there's more complicated issues to deal with. What are you seeing? In, you work with a lot of clients in this space that are mid-market businesses. What are you seeing currently and with clients over time that causes them problems as they grow and they get to this size? What happens as businesses evolve, they go from what might be a fairly basic accounting system and reporting system to a lot more complexities. There may be new stakeholders or shareholders involved. There may be banks that have lent money and want ongoing reporting. There may be more and more people involved in the business. So it becomes more complex, a lot more moving parts and harder to manage. And what problems does that cause? Like as a business owner, you know, probably went into business because I'm a really great plumber, but now I've got 25 people, 10 vans and all sorts of issues going on. What problems am I likely to come across as I grow? Well, the challenge is you've now got a technician who is really good at fixing cars or fixing air conditioning systems, now running a business with 50 odd staff, running from multiple premises, borrowed money from the bank, maybe with a range of shareholders involved and a range of reporting requirements. So a technician often is now trying to run a business and they may not be a business person. They may not have that skill set. So what we see is the business owners that accept that and are willing to work as part of a team tend to do much better than those who try and do everything on their own. So you're talking about getting in expertise where you, firstly, you've got to recognise you haven't got it yourself. Secondly, you've got to go and find someone who has. Absolutely. So businesses evolve over time. It might be fine to have a bookkeeper in the business preparing the BASH returns and the MYB or the zero accounts, uh, which then go to an external accountant to lodge the year-end tax returns and so on. But when the business is growing particularly rapidly, there's a lot more planning that's required, uh, particularly around cash flow planning. So what does that look like? We're not using a bookkeeper that comes in maybe once a fortnight and updates the BASH. We've got to upgrade our people and we've also probably got to upgrade our software. What are some of the things we're going to come across there? The need to have experienced people in the roles uh, that are required. So if the bookkeeper's been with the business from day one and he's used to reporting history, what happened last quarter, and you have an external accountant who pops in once or twice a year, if that business is growing rapidly, it's not going to work. Uh, The businesses that we find that are growing rapidly and recognise that they might need to bring in people with additional skill sets, tend to have a much higher prospect of being successful. So that typically means bringing in a high-level accountant or a, a CFO, for example. 
Who'll do what? What are they going to do differently to the bookkeeper that's reporting historically? What are you expecting from a CFO at that level? Yeah, CFO is looking forward, looking into a range of different issues that a bookkeeper generally wouldn't be involved in. For example, that might be working with the owners to help determine the strategy for the business moving forward. How should the business be expanding? What should it be expanding into? Looking at issues around funding. How will that be funded? How are they going to go about obtaining the funding, whether it's from investors or from banks? Who's going to put together the funding proposal? That's where a CFO can add a lot of value. And most of that stuff, a bookkeeper's just not going to have the experience or the skill set to deliver. Yeah, look, bookkeepers have a, a terrific role in a business, but there's obviously a certain limit on their skill set and their experience. So if a business, for example, in the tech industry, is growing very quickly and there's a lot of complexities in that business, the bookkeeper just won't have the skill set to grow with that business. How much are you seeing now around, um, you know, examples from your own client base where people have got this right? And we'll talk in a minute about when they get it wrong, but people that have got this right and what difference it makes to the business and the growth. I can think of a client in the construction industry who a couple of years ago was very clear that they wanted to grow and start doing their own property developments. We sat down with them at the time and shared our experiences of other clients who had uh, successfully done that. And that involved getting in people with uh, the right skill sets. So that client did in fact take on a CFO after following our recommendation and they've been very successful in growing and building their business. Because the CFO is helping them manage the risk and... Absolutely. So the role of the CFO is to take control of the finances in the business. That means not only the reporting of the financial results, but also thinking strategically. Should they be raising money by borrowing from a bank or bringing in investors? How should things be structured? Also being a buffer between the owners and any other shareholders or investors. Looking at risk management inside the business. Is there enough working capital available? Do they need to go and raise capital? If so, how much and how? Looking at the risks that that business may face and putting strategies in place to protect not only the business but also the owners. They're the sorts of things, high-value activities that a good CFO can, can do. Okay, I'd be interested to hear also probably some case studies, not too many hopefully, of clients who haven't got this right. Clients that have you know, either ignored the advice or just grown really quickly and outgrown their systems or their accountant or their bookkeeping or even their software and got into trouble as a result? Yeah, we had a client that was referred to us by one of their advisors who was in the construction and development industry and they'd grown very rapidly. In fact, there were 30 companies in the group Ugh. and they had projects all over the place. They'd borrowed a lot of money from the bank and also a lot of family members had invested. They came to us because they'd breached some of their loan covenants with the bank. Unfortunately, it was too late. The thing was a disaster and probably could have been avoided if they had have had good financial controls up front and a good experienced CFO to help steady the ship and manage the owners. And that's just someone who's not caught up day-to-day -day running the business but's got their eye over the whole thing and strategically looking and saying, hang on, we better watch out here, there's a problem coming. Absolutely. The CFO should be managing a team. It might be a bookkeeper and an accountant or two together with uh, working with the general manager in the business and then reporting to the owner or CEO, depending on the size of the business, but not involved in the day-to-day -day processing of data. 
really involved in looking at what systems and processes should be in place to ensure that the reporting is accurate, to ensure that there's some risk management in there for the business if things go wrong, and working closely with the external advisors such as the lawyers and external accountants. I'm really interested to find out a little bit more about this this growth issue where you talked a number of times about funding and raising debt or raising capital from investors. As we grow, obviously, it costs money to grow. It's a funding issue nearly always. There's not many businesses that have been able to grow without funding. How do we approach that? That's obviously a, a risk point, a serious risk point. We've either got to borrow money from a bank or we've got to get an investor in. That's a challenge for any business, I would imagine. Absolutely. And if you're in a business and you're growing and you're looking to borrow money, you want to be taken seriously. To be taken seriously, you've got to have projections and forecasts. They've got to make sense, and they've got to be presented by somebody who knows the intricate detail of what, what's in there. Otherwise, lenders or investors will uh, basically laugh at you. Yeah, they're going to ignore it. Absolutely. So we've seen examples where businesses that have wanted to grow and raise capital have brought in experienced CFOs who've had experience raising capital, who've had experience dealing with lenders, who've had experience pitching the business from a financial perspective to potential investors. Again, their success rate has been much higher than instances where the entrepreneurial owner has tried to do it on their own and it's not their strength. Yeah, and it's, I mean, it's a bit of this do-it-yourself philosophy, which is often self-defeating. It's just not something people are going to be expertise in. If they're not a trained accountant or they haven't done this kind of work before, you can't possibly know how to put that together. I wouldn't like to try and do it. No, well, look, I can think of a, a tech company run by a very entrepreneurial fellow who, from day one, was very clear that he wanted to grow and sell to a public company. Our advice to him was to get a CFO in place as soon as possible. Of course, he didn't want to pay fees for a CFO and take another person on the payroll that he didn't think was absolutely necessary. But he understood the benefits of that. And the benefits were he had a buffer between him and his investors and his employees and stakeholders to allow him to do what he was really good at, which was building the business. So he was allowed to go off and focus on building the business and had his key person in that CFO role. And that person looked after the financial reporting, looked after the risk management in the business, reported to the banks and kept them informed with what was going on, did the planning for the business, looked ahead of funding requirements for next week, looked five years ahead, ran meetings with stakeholders on a regular basis and with the external consultants. The result was that business grew very rapidly. The finances were always under control because of the uh, big contribution the CFO made, and there was eventually a very successful sale. Yeah, so a good example where someone's thinking strategically, helping that process without the owner having to worry about that, which they're probably not good at anyway. Different skill set. Yeah, what it also enabled the owner to do was to run his ideas by the CFO. So the owner was always very excited and very entrepreneurial about his business, and by nature, that's what an entrepreneur does. But the CFO was the steadying influence. So those ideas that the entrepreneur had would be road tested on the CFO before going to stakeholders or people outside of the business. And some of those ideas 
had merit, others didn't, others needed some tuning up. Yeah, and I, I mean, I do that all the time. I've got all these wonderful ideas. Well, some of them aren't as wonderful, but I've got a CFO. One of my business partners acts as a CFO in my business. I don't do anything without ringing him first. And occasionally he'll say to me, that's a really stupid idea because of this, which I'd never thought of. And it saved me quite a few times now from making a really silly mistake. Other times he'll say, well, that's a good idea, except we've got to do this way. And it's just that experience. And also he's completely disconnected from it. Craig, we've also had another client who was very fortunate enough to win a major contract supplying a national hardware chain. So a substantial contract came their way. The challenge was before they could lock that contract in, they had to provide forecasts and projections based on the number of sales of units over the, the coming 12 months and how the inventory would be funded and go through a whole range of reporting to this hardware chain before they could lock the contract in. They brought in a CFO for that function. Without the contribution from the CFO, the thing would have turned into a disaster. So a couple of years on, that has expanded into more and more work with the hardware chain and the CFO is now a full-time person. Okay. We've talked a lot about internal bookkeeper, accountant, CFO. I'm interested in your perspective as an external accounting advisor to your clients, what sort of things are you seeing larger businesses come across where you may not have previously had to get involved, but now you're starting to give advice as they grow or as they become larger or they face new issues? Yeah, a lot of issues around funding, particularly in light of the recent Royal Commission and changes to lending practices. So we're seeing a lot more pressure on clients from banks in terms of reporting requirements and covenants and so on. So in some instances, the owners uh, just aren't capable of providing that reporting. And as external accountants, we don't have the level of detail and the intricate knowledge of the financial affairs of that business to be able to provide that reporting. That's where a CFO can add a lot of value and really help that client uh, in their relationship with the bank and making sure that they not only keep the funding that they've got in place, but they can get the funding to grow. Also seeing a lot of change in technology. I'm not involved day to day, obviously, with clients in their accounting function. We don't do that. But I'm seeing lots of new funding, you know, solutions, short-term funding, instalment offers, things like Afterpay are now coming into the larger business world where you can fund things. And that's changing the dynamics around cash flow as well. So how much of a challenge is it to get your head around how that works from a business owner's point of view? Yeah, whilst those types of funding solutions for business owners can be very helpful. It also means the process has got a lot more complicated. Mm. So the accounting system in many cases needs to be souped up to be able to cope with uh, different types of finance, um, digital payment systems and so on, to ensure that fraud isn't happening, to ensure that the data that the company's reporting is accurate and so on. And that's another reason why a good CFO can add a lot of value. Yeah, so it's it's um it's an interesting environment because there's so much change happening with technology. As companies grow, they're probably outgrowing their accounting software. Are you seeing much of that happening where people have to upgrade their systems or their software? Is that a challenge? Absolutely. So there are go-to products like the Zeros and the MYBs in the marketplace, which are very popular and do a very good job. What we're seeing is more and more clients use add-ons that interact with those software programs very well. But what we're also seeing is a lot of the data that's produced not being accurate. Yep. That's because the owners had a bit of a crack at it together with the bookkeeper and or the internal accountant and there's a limit on their skill sets. So some of those 
business owners could really benefit by having an outside person come in, even on a consulting basis initially, to help them with their accounting and reporting systems. I've actually seen, and we, you know, in the marketplace now, there's lots of people, almost a part-time CFO, outsourced CFO, where you might have a business that doesn't need a full-time CFO, but you can get someone, that's what you're talking about, coming in, looking at those systems and giving some advice around that. Absolutely, Craig. So we've seen clients start off with a part-time CFO, which has evolved into a full-time role for that person as the business has grown and the owners have seen the value that they can add to the business. We work with some clients that have part-time CFOs and full-time CFOs. The main thing is that the business owner has the right team around them with the right skill set and experience to help them on their journey and get them to where they want to go. So there are many business owners out there that have aspirations of growing, but they're flying by the seat of their pants. They're not doing the forecasting. They're not getting the help with their systems and their processes. We look at businesses that are successful. Typically, they do have that skill set, whether internally in the business or externally. So businesses with a CFO of some description have a much greater chance of success. Before we wrap up, your number one tip around accounting and financial management for growing mid-market businesses. Cash flow is everything. So you can have the best idea in the world, you can have the best people and the best product. But if you run out of cash, your business is going to die a very quick death. So if ever there's been a time where forecasting and in particular cash flow forecasting has been important, it's now. Can't emphasise that strongly enough. Plenty of great ideas died because the business owner ran out of cash and somebody else came along and picked up that idea and made it a success. Don't let that be you. Lots of good tips around making your business financially robust. And the obvious one is to get a CFO, get some help, make sure you've got things sorted. Thanks for coming in today, Mark. Thanks very much for the opportunity, Craig. And of course, if you want more tools and information to help you with what we've just talked about, head to the Midmarket Matters resources page at midmarketmatters.com.au. 